Yesterday's Vad, with the three questions of the Mesilis Yisharim, trying to figure out exactly what is the Torah Hashkafa on the topic of precious and how is it practically uh, applied, okay? So the answer that the Mesilis Yisharim is going to give is going to be quite extensive, and there's going to be many paragraphs until he brings down all the hagdamas, all the introductions that are necessary to understand the concept. So I think the way we're going to learn it is just going to take step at a time and get the assidus of each step. And then when we finish, we'll go back and see the big picture. Okay? I think that makes sense. So we are up to inside as follows. Thank you. There's a lot of different chilukim, differences, and a lot of different principles. There are types of prishush which we are required to do. And there are types of precious which is forbidden and we're not allowed to do. And this is what Shlema Amelech, may he rest in peace. Sometimes the principle is do not be too righteous. Okay? So as a hakdom, as an introduction to what he's about to teach us, He's going to tell you that there is going to be certain precious, which is a great thing. It's a required thing. It's a mitzvah. And there's going to be precious, which is actually going to be an avera. Which you're going to be treading in the boundaries of altiyat tzadikarbe. Now, I want to pull out a little bit of a yesoid from these words of Masil Sashar. Okay? In our brain... And the way we look at life is, we think the test of life is, either I'm going to be a parush, mean a holy guy, a person who's going to abstain from Taivus Oilam Haza, or I'm going to be a guy who's indulging in Oilam Haza. That's the two sides of the coin. You know, we always have Zelu Umazeh. Every time in life, we have a Yetzirah pulling us one way, we have a Yetzirah pulling us another way. So what's the way of the Yetzirah? The Yetzirah is going to tell us, indulge in Taivus Elohaz as much as possible. The Yetzirah is going to say, no, precious. And that's going to be the test of life. Precious or Taiva, right? That's the normal way you would think about it. Masil Sisharim is teaching us something about the Yetzirah which we are unaware of. And it's an extremely important Yetzirah. The Zelu of Yetzirah is, there is precious that's good and precious that's bad. That's the flip side. That means everything in this world, there is a version of the good thing in a not straight way. Okay? I have to get that Yisoyed. This is a Yisoyed that the Alta from Kelm talks about and many talk about. They bring down a statement. Ein bein gan eiden legehenem elo kechut The difference between gan eiden and gehenem it's like a little hair. Like you see, here will be Gan Eden, here will be Ganem. 
They're next to each other. The way we see it is, Gan Eden is here, Gehenim is there. You're either indulging, or you're a tzaddik. You speak to people all the time, they talk very black and white, very extremities like that. Right? Either you're going to be a bum, or you're going to be a big tzaddik. Right? And now we realize that in Ben Gareid Gehenim, is, there's going to be hashkafa concepts that are going to be very similar to Torah concepts, but going to be off because they're secular. Right? For example, you could have chinuch of your children. There's a lot of psychology, and there's a lot of philosophy, and there's a lot of approaches of chinuch that is not Torah. So that's a very dakustik and chilik between doing it right and doing it wrong. It's a very fine difference. There's shalom bayis. Shalom bayis is a great mitzvah. There's a way of doing it in a secular way that's not Torah way. And then there's the Torah way. So it's a fine difference. Yitzhahara is going to try to push you to do it the wrong way. Everything, there's going to be a way to do it the wrong way and the right way. That's what it means. Of course, for one person, it's a question of indulgence and not indulgence. Okay, so that's very clear boundaries, you know. But then you're going to get into the areas where the boundaries are not going to be that clear. And that's what he's talking about over here. We, at this point in our lives, in our growth... We don't have the Yetzirah to do bad precious because we don't have a Yetzirah, we don't have a, in, we're not even in the world of precious yet. So we don't have that Yetzirah. But for a person who's in the Madrega of precious, he also has to have a Yetzirah. You got it? Let's get this clear. Life, you always have to fight a battle. Okay? So when you're on a low level, maybe your battle is should I indulge or should I not indulge? That may be your battle. You don't yet Appreciate what would be the Yetzirah of bad precious. You're not interested in precious at all. So why would you have a, a taiva for, ye, for bad precious, right? When a person gets to a higher level, where he's above the very elementary desires of Elamazah is not speaking to him, or he's on a more mature level, he may now be in the area of grappling between good precious and bad precious. That will be his war. But we all have this in our lives. All of us. I gave you two very simple examples. The example of Shalom Bayez and the example of Chinuch. We're already holding at the state of being married and having a family. We're at that state. But now there's going to be Dakastik and Chalukim on how to do it. And there's going to be a Yetzirah that's going to try to push you to get the wrong version. It's a very important yesoid in Havoidah. That's why a person has to be so clear in Hashkafa. He has to be so clear in that the Torah has a clear derech for him in life. It's a clear derech. Whether you should stay in Koilu or you should work and learn. It's a very, not such a clear boundary. It's not a clear boundary. Because it's not a bad thing to work and learn if that's the right thing for you. But if it's the wrong thing for you, then it's not good. So that boundary is very, very, very unclear. That's in Ben Gan Edel There's many places in our lives 
that if we don't have the clarity of the subject and the gedarim, then we may make a mistake. And that's what the Mesil Sharm is actually hinting to here. Because he's saying, Yesh This precious that you not allowed to do, and this precious that it's a mitzvah to do. So now you're confused. Where's the mitzvah? Where's the avera? But it's all in the shetach of precious. It's not a question of indulging or not indulging. You understand that point? That's a very deep point. Everyone understands that? It's a very, very deep point in Avoidah, which makes us have to have more clarity and more understanding and more understanding how Yetzirah, if he can't get you to go off, he can get you to do things in an off way. That's also a mahalach fair. Okay? Now, let's go further. So first, the Mesil Sesharim is going to begin with the good precious, not the bad one, the good one. And let us say as follows. Sesharim spoke about in the beginning of the Sefer. And he says, and this is something that's a chiddush to many of us. The Mesil Sisharim says that one of the purposes of life, okay, the purpose of life is to be in a constant situation of nisyonis, of battles. Purpose of life. Not just like happens to be a have nisyonis. The purpose of life is to do mitzvahs, lavoid, to serve Hashem, I mean, life was designed in a way that you're constantly being tested. Okay? I'm not going to give a shmuz about why we say every morning, if it's the purpose of life. So that's another shmuz to answer that question. Leave that on the side. But the purpose of life is to be in constant nisayin. And the Mesil Sisharim says that we are nimsa betoich mulchamachazok. We are constantly in a battle, in a struggle. And that's why it's extremely important that a person should be learned, a person should be thinking, because we live in this constant thing. He said, I explained that to you all the way from the beginning of the Sefer. Vochachnu berayis. And I proved it to you with, with proofs. And we also know as a fact. It's a fact to us, which uh, this fact is not so known to a lot of people, but the Basil Sashram says it's a clear fact. The tremendous weakness of man. You lean naturally towards doing bad things. That's a chiddush. You know, I see a guy in a wedding, and he's drinking whiskey. He's a bocher. He's outside. There's taruvas. There's men. There's women. Not dressed, you know, uh, in the most sneeze fashion. They're all dressed up to kill. And you're sitting there in the hallway, and you have your whiskey, so now your mind is not 100% sharp. You know, the whiskey is already playing a 
making you a little bit light. And there's girls all over the place. And you're single. And you're 20. So that's like a recipe for, for complete disaster, you know? And then you tell the guy, like, what are you doing in the hallway? Are you crazy? He's like, Rabbi, I got this. What's the problem? So this person is extremely ignorant. In a basic, 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 basic fundamental. The fundamental is, Rov Chulshat Adam. Man is very weak against his inclination. He kind of wants that, you know, his brain, it makes sense to him, and it's talking to him, and he has to battle that. So how can he put himself into such a situation where it makes him vulnerable? Drinking in general. Drinking in general is the most dangerous thing that a person can do, we'll talk about it later in Masil Sisharim, which today became like nothing. And it is extremely dangerous because if you don't have the faculty of reasoning very clear, your chances of doing Averis is very great. Even Averis that are of the lowest level. You see, if you learn other parts of Mr. Sharm and what we're going to see going further, the etzem for a person to do Arias or to experience Arias on some degree or another, a person with morals... A from Jew with morals should, should, should never get there. So there has to be certain tactics that the Yitzhara uses in order to get you there. It's not such a simple thing to get you there. And one of the tactics that are used is drinking or any type of way of getting high, which in this country today, there is an agenda from the Sitra Akhra, from the Yitzhara from behind the scenes, to legalize all forms of these things in order to get people closer to sin. It's a very deep thing. It's a subject in itself which we have to talk about, getting high, and all these type of things, because these is a tactic of the Yetzirah. But the point is, the point is, that we have to know that we are weak, and we are closer to sin. And it's very easy to fall into sin. And therefore that creates for us a need to make more protection for ourselves, not less protection for ourselves. When a person watches movies, he is destroying his ability to make good decisions between right and wrong and moral decisions. And it has, it has a tremendous effect on him, on how he perceives things that were originally by him considered bad. And they're no longer considered bad. You can take something like gambling, for, for example. Gambling is also a whole sugya. But you can take gambling, for example, which is a terrible thing. For a Jew especially, it's mamish kfira. Forget about the averas and halacha, it's mamish kfira. Because we say in the Gemara... That it says in the Gemara that they decide exactly how much money you're going to make. You can't make one penny more. Impossible. So the concept that you think you can make money in gambling is not true. You cannot make one 
penny more than you were supposed to make. Now, even in what you were supposed to make, even in what you were supposed to make, there's a difference. You can make a Bader Heter, or you can make a Bader Chisr. If you do a Bader Heter, you'll have Bracha from your money. If you do a Bader Chisr, you will not. So even if you made money gambling, because that was the amount of money you were supposed to make on Rosh Hashanah, that money, since it came to you Be'isr, will come back and destroy your life. Now, one of the, one of the, and, and, and in general gambling doesn't make sense. People, the house always wins. Everybody knows that. And he's saying human being knows that. The revenues of casinos are going up by the billions per minute. You understand? If you look at the chart of revenues of casinos, you'll see they're going up billions, billions. So if it wasn't a money-making business, then then they wouldn't be open, you know? So obviously, they have tremendous amount of understanding of human psychology. And they're able to pull you in, you know, they comp you on a show or a restaurant or whatever it is, and then they, they you lost thousands of dollars, but you got uh, something back. You feel, uh, at least I went to the show, you know, that cost you $100. You follow? Scam you. It's a scam. But again, it's a whole story. I'm not going into it today. But one of the, the point that I'm trying to make is that if you watch enough movies about Vegas and casinos, that's if the whole movie is about that. But even in other movies where it's part of the Zach, they will play on your mind to believe that this is life and this is living. Okay? They will talk to you. But it's a combination according to what the Messiah Sharon was saying. Because since you're weak and you have a Chemdes Amom, and your Das is Kolroiv Lara, Memela, you're an easy target for them to get you. You understand? We have to know this principle. And this affects us in so many, so many different ways. But it has to be, this is a big thing in itself. You have to be aware of the fact that we have weaknesses. That, that's an olive base. Before you even go into any sugya, that's this is site from the Seals of Shrine. Continue, let's go right. It says, V'kir v'zdaito kol ha-royas, Yizbar b'hechach she'kol ma'ashi yuchol ha-odom li'himolet min ha'anyon ha-ma'elu royas yaso. And the, the, so here's logic, yichap. Seals of Shrine is coming out of this logic. Being that the fact is that you're weak, and your resistance level is weak, and your das is kol of lara, logically that's mechai of you to make bigger gedara, and to be a parish. Because otherwise you're cooked. That's a, that's a logical argument he's making. You understand? It's a very basic argument he's making. Okay? Kedesh nishma yoiser min asher b'ragleim. Kihine. That is another line from Basil Sichon. I think every bocher has to know this clerk. Especially younger Bachem that are not here today. We have to pass on this information to them because this is a, 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 a philosophy that young guys have. Okay? Listen to this. Kihine. Ein lechotainug oilomi. You gotta hear this line here. There is no pleasure in this world. Worldly pleasure. 
That does not drag you to a lower place. So why am I saying that Bokram have to know this? Because there is a common philosophy in Bokram. Guy's 18, 19 years old. He wants to party. He wants to have fun. He wants to do whatever. And, you know, he, he wants to go to Israel. Because let me go to Israel. Because in Israel, I'll let it all out. You know, it's free. You can do whatever you want. Your parents are not on your head. You can, you can, you can experience, you know, each one according to his level. Called over Shabbat. And then I'm going to settle down. And then I'm going to come back to America. And then, poof, I'm going to be ready to get married and that's going to be out of my system. Right? That's like the guys that go to Vegas. You know, what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. Over there, you're allowed to do Kol Dava Ashtosheba and then you come here, you could be regular again, right? So now, let me go to Israel. Let me drink. Let me go here. I don't even want to say publicly what goes on. It's not relevant. Those that need to know, know. And those that don't need to know, also know. Everybody knows. Right? So I'm going to be crazy, and then I'm going to let it out, and then I'm going to enjoy Elamaza, and then I'm going to be the same person. Absolutely incorrect philosophy. Because every indulgence, okay, this is, and he's talking about indulgence that's mutter. He's not talking about indulgence that's awesome. But any indulgence, any precursor, all, anything like that, the nature of it is it doesn't get out of your system, it brings you lower and lower. And the damage that it does for you is pretty permanent. Unless you're going to do crazy amount of tshuva and whatnot. Your ideals change. Your, your, your ability to control yourself change. Your ability to be able to concentrate on learning changes. All those things that you come back and you say, Rabbi, I don't know why I can't learn. Maybe I should go to work. I'm not made for this. Well, you will pay for that because you has damaged yourself. You ran away. You did all your wild stuff. You figured you throw your Yetzirah a bone. There's no such thing as Yetzirah throwing him a bone. You give the Yetzirah an inch, it takes a mile. I have a problem. You, you have a problem. You do have a problem because for whatever reasons, I'm not going into all that today. You have a problem that there is a desire within you that you want to break out and you want to have precursal and you want to experience the world and you felt, uh, you know, uh, you were living in a bubble and you weren't experienced anything and whatever. Or you felt like you were controlled and manipulated and, and, and the yeshiva system is too matumsum for you. I don't care, whatever it is. Not, not, not relevant for today. You have an issue. Got it. You got an issue. There's a healthy way to deal with issues and there's a non-healthy way to deal with issues. And if you think that you have your non-healthy way to deal with issues and you think that that's going to do the trick, then you are... Not, you are so mistaken, it's not shaykh, the, the damage that it will do to you. You may not realize it right away, but later in life you will realize it. And it could have changed the course of your entire future. It could have changed the course of who you're going to marry. It's going to change the course of what kind of children you're going to have. It'll change your course that when you get to Shemayim, you can say, you were so off the target of what you were supposed to be because of those bad decisions. You understand? It's not a simple thing. But that's the Yisoyed, the Mesir Zisharim, saying right here. See? That's why if you don't come to Musa, you don't know nothing. It says it, black and white. Ki ein lecha, There is no pleasure in this world. It doesn't take you down. 
into the sin territory. You understand? So we have to be aware of this. Again, the point of this awareness is not that we're not going to become sadiqim overnight. It's not the point of the awareness. The point of the awareness is to understand what we're playing with. To understand what we're dealing with. Understand how to make better decisions. To learn how to make steps in the right direction. When it comes to practical growth, it's not black and white. It's not doing wild stuff or making these massive changes. That's not the point. The point is the first thing is to be aware. That's the number one. Once you're aware, the game plan may vary from person to person. The step process may be slow, but you have to be aware. And this awareness in Masil Zishar, chapter 13, deep into precious in a madrega that you wouldn't even think applies to you, he gives you a certain awareness to your life, 2022, feet on the ground, 18, 19, 20 years old. That's the beauty of this safer. Okay, we'll stop here for today.